Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab a mat and we'll get started. Let's start in child's pose. And we'll keep this pretty simple. We'll make it really effective. I just I have a sense of starting over. And in yoga, that's the idea each time we step onto the mat. To clear away old conceptions of of whatever the practice or your thoughts about it, your body or your thoughts about it were. Step into this moment, this body, this practice as a clean slate. Next inhale, come on up to down dog. Spread your hands wide. Spread your toes wide. And press hands down and forward, feet down and out. And breath in, lengthen your spine by bending your knees and sending the hip crease up and back. Get as much stretch in that as you can. Maybe a dog rising up from sleep. You know what that looks like. Breathe out here through your mouth. Let your lips ultimately close. Let your face stay soft. Your jaw stay soft. On an inhale, come forward to a high point. You trace your eyes forward along the mat out to the floor in front of you. Press the floor away. And then slide back to down dog with your exhale. Take your time getting up into it. Get to that like, real big stretch of the spine as long as that feels good to you. As good as it can feel. Then back out into the high plank, which, which admittedly is not the same feel good, but a plank that feels really strong, sturdy, stable, right? Centered. Breath out. Back to down dog. And the top of the thighs back by bending the knees a little bit. So then you go backing up with the hip crease. One more time forward into that full expression of high plank, which is pressing the floor away and tightening the body in to lengthen. Down dog, full expression here with a little bit of the knee, top of the thighs back, hip crease up, stay. If you'd like to uh, stay here and, and work your legs uh, towards straighter, lift your heels. Then use your quadricep muscles to lift your kneecap. So now you've, you've gotten to straight legs, as straight as you're going to go. Go ahead and start slowly lowering the heels, keeping the legs as straight as they are by keeping your quads pulled up, quadricep muscles pulling up the kneecap. Only go as far as you like go without force. Then look forward to your hands. Walk forward into ragdoll and take full advantage of the uh, width of your mat for this one. So not quite a straddle, but, but kind of. We'll bend the knees and then in the expression of ragdoll, right, chest to thighs with a deep hinge at the hip. And breath in. And breath out. Release hands to mat and we'll walk feet together. On an inhale, Reach up to standing mountain pose. Exhale, 
Bring your hands to heart center. We're going to pause here in Samastiti for a moment to breathe in. To empty out. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. We're going to half salutation. Exhale, fold forward, bend at your knees. Send the hip crease back, chest to thighs. Release shoulders, neck, head. Half lift, draw into your abdominals, draw your heart forward. Squeeze your shoulder blades toward your hips as you pull your heart forward, top of the head forward. And exhale from your abdominals, pull yourself back down. So never giving in really to gravity, but utilizing internal muscles to move that way. Moving on, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose, squeeze your legs, lift your heart, squeeze your arms, bend your fingers, back of the neck long. Exhale, fold forward. This time, fingertips to the floor. Halfway lift and toe heel your feet, hip distance. Pull your fingertips back, your heart forward. Step your right foot back, low lunge. Inhale, press into your feet to reach up for crescent. Exhale, hands to heart center, then to your mat, heart stays lifted. Step back, high plank or low push-up to upward facing dog. Go knees down for this one. And from your knees, lift up to the chain of your body through heart center, through back of your head. Really get that kind of idea of decompression. Then back to down dog. You don't always have to do it that way, but it's a way. Inhale, take your right leg up and back. Three-legged dog. Squeeze it tightly. Bend the upper knee. Bring knee to elbow. Really precise. Step the foot lightly. Press your feet down. Breathe in and reach up. Hands to heart center. Keep your chest light. So take fingertips to the front of the mat. Step the left foot up. Neaten it up, feet together. We're going to bring the hands to the shins to get the most out of halfway lift, heart forward, shoulder blades toward your hips, abdominals in. Then with your abdominals, draw yourself to your legs. Finally, let the shoulders, neck, and head go. Drive your feet down. Come to standing, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, both of them. Squeeze the arms, both of them. Bend fingers wide. Exhale, fold. We'll breathe in, lift halfway, fingertips on the floor. They draw back as your heart draws forward and feet walk hip distance. Keep pulling your fingertips on the floor. Keep pulling your heart forward as you step the left foot back. Breathe in and reach up. Hands to heart center. They go to the mat lightly, heart forward. Step back high or low push up. We're going to make this transition on the knees, knees down. Press your hands down, lift your heart, lift the back of your head, then give the legs an extra squeeze, see if the knees will lift and low back stays uh, in good stead. Down dog, breathe all the way out. If you lifted your knees and the low back didn't like it, that's your sign. Keep the knees down. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you, abdominals in, leg squeezes tight. Bend your knee, big step, knee to elbow, light step with the foot. Breathe in, reach up. Hands to heart, we're going to bow, keeping the chest light. Fingertips down to the top of the mat. 
step the back foot up, neaten everything, breathe in, lift halfway, and breathe out, fold. Similar, but a little different. Press your feet down, reach up to stand, mountain pose, squeeze your legs, reach up, exhale, fold. Bend at your knees, send your hip crease back. Breathe in, half lift. Draw fingertips to the floor. Pull them back as you walk the feet apart. Pull your heart forward. Now keep the fingertip and heart action forward. And then right foot stepping back. Really land that with the heart pulling forward. Then inhale. Rebound up. Press into your feet. Hands to heart. Chest stays light. You step back. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. We're gonna step the right foot directly forward for this one, bend your back knee, heart up. Pull with your back foot like you're trying to wrinkle up the mat toward the front, and hands at heart center. Then fingertips to the floor, back foot steps up. Neaten everything up, bring your hands to your shin so you can really get that halfway lift and pull the shoulder blades back, heart forward. Breathe out. Bow. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. Squeeze your legs. Squeeze your arms. Bend your fingers. Yes. Exhale, fold. Breathe in. Lift halfway, your feet are toe healing apart. You're pulling your fingertips back and your heart forward as you step the left foot back. When you land it, it stays like that till your inhale, then you reach up. So like, especially those of us tend to rush, give yourself that action until time to inhale. Hands down, step back, high or low push-up. The upward facing dog of your choice, of your low back and shoulders choice. And down dog. Breathe all the way out. Left straight ahead. When you do that, bend your back knee. Reach up to the lunge and engage the back leg like try to pull the back of the mat forward. Pounds to heart. Fingertips down, but heart stays pulling forward as you step the back foot up. You kind of this like halfway, halfway lift, but then make it official. Parallel to the floor, pull shoulder blades toward your hips. And then release down slow. Press your feet down. Inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. Exhale, bend your knees. Fold forward. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Flat back. Step back. High or low push up. Breathe in, up dog, knees down. Slowly lower with your exhale till the hips are down. Squeeze your shoulder blades in toward center. And slowly exhale till sternum is down. And again, inhale, squeeze the shoulder blades in toward center, checking the back of your neck. And release all the way down to the floor. Squeeze arms and legs, lift up to locust, hug the legs in, squeeze muscle to on the arms, back of the neck long, only high enough that your abdominals stay in with those. 
really slowly down. Press up, hands and knees. Tuck your toes, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Top of your mat, breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Reach up, mountain pose. Squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, stand your fingers, lengthen the back of your neck. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Shoulder blades towards your hips. Plant your hands, step back, and go high or low push up. And you go for upward facing dog and knees down. Slowly lower your thighs down, lengthening them forward till the hips come down. Give the shoulder blades a little squeeze in towards center, elbows back. Release down slowly, sternum to the mouth. Squeeze again. It was working back muscles at different diagonals. And release down. As you release down, pull your navel center towards your spine. Keep it. Squeeze your arms and legs as you come up for locust. This time, release hands and feet to the mat. Press up to hands and knees and back to child's pose. Sit your hips to your heels. Breath in. Breath out. Next, inhale. Come on up to hands and knees. Take cat and cow. Draw into your lower abdominals as you do both poses. So cat pose a little more natural to pull up to create the round. And cow pose. As you draw your heart forward, pull the abdominals up, like navel center towards your spine. Probably won't go as far as you could, but we're gonna work with just a little bit of different concept with this. That concept being supporting back bends with abdominal work. And that if we can go further, then we can use the, the abdominals, that, that may be a valid technique, but for any of us with low back issues that arise from time to time or hour to hour, probably better served with that support of the core body. Back to cow pose and pause. Abdominals in, breathe here. Take the eye of your mind to your low back. It's not like the musculature won't feel any work here. You probably feel some work, particularly on the sides of the low back. Uh, anything in sacral area around the lumbar spine, probably too deep. Right. Back to neutral flat back. And then we're going to go side to side. And you're going to squeeze your right side, shoulder to hip. Back to center and squeeze your left side, shoulder to hip. And then as we do these side to side, and then I'm not going to get real uh, intense about how we do this, uh, but what you want to feel is the side body 
squeezing short on one side, then releasing. Then the side body squeezing short on the other side. The whole time, that area between pubic bone and navel, drawing in to support what's going on at center, which is your, your organs and your lumbar spine right behind. One more side to side. Then back at center, up your toes, slide back to down dog. Pause and feel your body. So we've worked spine forward and back and spine side to side. Let your head line up between your arms, length through your neck. You might want to let the head drift a little side to side slowly like seaweed and really calm water. Then let your head come back to center, set your gaze, breathe in and breathe out. Next inhale, we'll take right leg up for three-legged dogs and up and back behind you, bend the knee, knee to right elbow, big step into a low lunge. We're gonna go back knee down and then inhale, the backstroke technique with the right arm. Backstroke towards your back wall. And then exhale, back forward and reach the fingertips out long on the mat. As you reach the arm back, look to your side wall. Train yourself in the twist right, to, to look to the side rather than back. Rotate. Backstroke, look to your side wall. Reach through the arm, chest opener. For those of us that, that tend to get a little more flexibility at the joints, more range of motion in your joints, back arm, that, that arm a little bend to engage bicep and uh, chest muscle. One more. As you turn your chest to the side, we'll pause here. And then your choice to bend the back knee. See if like, just bending the knee, pointing the toes towards the ceiling works for you. If it does, great. If not, go back a step. If it works and you can look to your sidewall and catch your foot, do. Kick the foot back into the hand and pull the hand into the foot. Good. Breath in. When you breathe out, we're going to do the opposite. You're going to flip the hand so that the thumb is down. Your hand's on the inside of the foot, on the big toe side. Rotate forward. Get your chin tuck in. That's probably a strong drive to release this fast, but instead dissolve it slowly. Hands down inside the front foot. Press into your front foot. Lift your hips up and back. Let your head drop pyramid. Breath in. You're going to press your hands down and forward to pick up the right foot and circle it back to down dog. Let's see. Yoga version of a ballet aficionado. I don't think she's here today. It is. But maybe she walks through and, and wouldn't be impressed with my pronunciation or my technique. Breathe in. Take your left leg up and back. And breathe out. Bend your left knee. Bring it in towards your left elbow. Light step into a low lunge. Back knee down. When you inhale, arm reaches forward up and back in that backstroke. And it's gonna be really tempting to look toward your hand, but instead 
there's a little training here. Uh, you can look toward the hand when it reaches forward. Then as you take the twist, stack the shoulders and focus on looking to your side wall, both sides of your neck long, head in line with your spine. The most common thing we'll do will be to curl the head forward. Instead, trust that your arm knows where to go. Look to your side wall, stack the shoulders. Ready? Two more. Twist. Train to bring your head in that same alignment as the rotation of your spine. Take the twist and stay. And again, just check, check your head. It's always a good idea. Like everything you do in life, you can learn from um, 90s rap songs. But, uh, draw your heart forward, back of your head back. Keep that. Maybe you bend the back knee. Maybe that works. Maybe that feels funky. If it does anywhere in your body, don't do it. But if you can catch the uh, baby toe side of your foot, thumb up, do that. Put to hand, hand to foot. And then again, the side walls, the target for your gaze. Because we don't want the neck to uh, be uh, crunched on one side, which can happen. Gravity pulling your head down looks like this. And uh, that would this would be, this would be normal, but um, not optimal. Or gravity can kind of pull us forward in this like curl thing that, again, normal, but not optimal. Take the hand, if you've got the foot, turn it to the other side, go thumb down, turn your chest forward, look forward on the floor. You can then tuck your chin in. Just make sure that everything's aligned from tailbone through your spine to the back of your head. And then, I don't know about you, but I feel an intense urge to just let go. Instead, slowly dissolve the grip, bring the hand back forward, the foot lands. And then press into your front foot, lift your hips up and back in pyramid. Good. Hands inside the front foot. And that's going to do two things for us. And let's do the next step. But it's also going to ensure that we keep the spine inside the front leg, which is where we want to be bowing in this pose. And there's no way to get around this. Like shove your hands forward, unweight the foot, and trace it back. Just above the floor, makes it way back to down dog, breath in. And breath out. Is it important that you lift your foot from that pose? No. Is it fun to try? Maybe. You decide. Look through your hands, you're gonna walk or hop to seated. Pause here in Bhattakanasana. Lift your chest up. Into your hip, come forward. We're going to take the elbows to the shins, press back. So, so the arms are functioning like they do kind of in uh, that standing pigeon variation where the triceps press into the shin. Draw your heart forward. You're elongating, uh, tractioning out low back. Breath in. And breath out. Undo that, come up to sit, bring knees together, slide your hips towards your heels. We'll come down for bridge or wheel if it's your preference. So in bridge, uh, particularly if you've got low back stuff, we all have low back stuff from time to time, uh, save bridge and do it with the like 
integrity in the abdominal lift. It won't be as big of a back bend. That'll be fine. You just start walking your shoulder blades underneath you. It's all good. In wheel, it's a little different. You do have to let go in the abdominal lift. Press your hands down, press your feet down. The way to engage your core with wheel, imagine that block between your legs. Get the inner thigh pelvic floor action going there. Breath in. Meet up down on the mat, breath out. Before you do anything, just pause and get a full breath of pause. Close your eyes. Breathe in and breathe out just completely. And just really lightly pick up your feet, bring the knees toward the chest, really lightly lay your hands on your shins or your knees. And just a really light hug in. It's just Practicing being as subtle and as gentle as you can, just as something different. Really kind of like, like you're like preparing to like hold someone's baby or something like. Just gonna be really calm, really gentle with yourself. And then the same thing with a little rock across your sacrum. So you're gonna see just how subtly you can rock. And part of that is a physical thing. A lot of it is a mental thing. It becomes much more of a meditation for most of us to do something really gentle, really subtle. And start to make really small, subtle circles with the knees. So you've got knees together, and it's like you're tracing a really small circle with the hips on your mat. Go clockwise and then go counterclockwise. Really small amount of stimulation, but it's actually actually pretty effective in the in the musculature to to work this way. And start with like one clockwise, one counterclockwise, so that things even up because uh, Libras need that. I think Virgos need that too. bigger circles, just slowly getting bigger from side to side. And complete the circle clockwise, counterclockwise. But keep them just getting a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. But they're not getting messy, right? They're just moving from like 12 o'clock back around to 12 o'clock. Or six, around six, whatever, however you want to start is great. The next round, pause. Do nothing for a breath. Let your hands get really light. Breathe in. Breathe out. Your exhale empties. Lower abdominals draw in. Keep that, not harshly, but firm. And then one knee in each hand, you're going to move the knees away from each other and into opposite circles. So figure eight with the legs, the hips now. Sacrum's going to stay 
grounded on the floor and you're going to move your legs at the, at the hip socket. And you can stick with this with hands on knees or take the arms out of it. Let the legs work themselves, go slow. Right, so same kind of principle we were using before with just how gentle and how nuanced can you make this difference here? We're gonna go gentle, we're gonna go nuanced, but you're gonna go for the full range of motion. Right, so instead of tracing like small things, each knee is tracing a really big circle. That's relative right, to you. And to, we all have different kind of orbits in our, in our hip socket. I guess we all live in different orbits for real, but particularly here. And it's slow and it's controlled and you're paying attention. And getting full rotation in each hip joint. And you may notice some places that are a little, little bumpy. If they hurt, stay away from them. If it's just your body kind of talking to you, waking up, you just acknowledge that and move with more nuance, more skill. Good. Last one. Make your way back into a center line. Pause with knees to chest. And then if you'd like a really good, strong hug in, go with a really good, strong hug in. But keep your awareness really, really nuanced. From here, any finishing postures, stretches, any self-care you need, make your way to Shavasana when you're ready. That was awesome. Well done. You don't need me to tell you that. Take some time here to enjoy stillness and quiet within you. That space that is a clean slate. We all have really full slates and then really messy slates. We also have clean ones. And we can clear those busy ones and messy ones anytime we want. But at center, right, there is this being that's experiencing everything in life for the first time. Right? You have never been in this exact body ever before. Right? Because everything is always changing. Everything is always new. And we choose how we experience that. And we experience the new from that place of a clean slate. Do we experience the new from the messy slate of what's come before or the structured slate of what's come before? Or that one that's fresh. one that gives us a clean pair of eyes and a clear heart. Take time here to feel those things within you, just to know they're there when you need them.
when you feel ready to come back, you start with wiggling your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Take your time, sit well in your body. Bring our hands together at heart center. In a moment, let your heart lift to your hands, let your whole body arise. And bring thumbs to forehead center. Take a moment to once more clear the slate. Like there's nothing that's come before and nothing that's going to happen except this moment with breath in and breath out. That was excellent. Thanks for being here. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.